things cannot be long hidden. The sun, the moon, and the truth. So tonight, the truth is going to be unfiltered and full of flavor. Please welcome Dana McCool and Eric Ramundo, bringing you the smoking truth. Happy Friday! Friday. What's going on, smokers? Welcome to another episode of the Smoking Truth. My name's Greg Gimbert. I'm from Volusia Issues. I'm joined by a very anxious Joe Hanush and William Sell, both previous visitors to the show. Today, we're going to do it Volusia Issues style. It is not Democrat and Republican. It is local issues, and that's why these guys are here, because they are experts on local issues. Um, Joe Hanush has run for state office a few times. You've probably heard from him. Hell, everybody knows Joe. And uh, Mr. Bill here is a very powerful DeBerry City Commissioner, excuse me. And uh, they are excellent. Most powerful. So, which one of you guys Correct. have to kick it off? Let's jump right into it. We only got an hour. I just want to mention that you just named the uh, the fans of the show. The smokers? smokers. Yeah. I don't well, think yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, it's the smoking truth. They're the smokers. That's not a bad, all. bad nickname. All right. So, I'll go first. Issue one. Property taxes. They're always too high. It's property taxes. The rent to the government is too damn high. Always. Yeah. So I got my property not a bill thing in the mail today or, or yesterday, I think. Your fair warning notice. Yeah. The notice of, of um, trim notice, trim and knowledge. assessments and that stuff. Fair warning. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> it's like sell your house now or get out. They can be no higher than this amount. All right. So go on. Right. Yeah. So I, um, I thought they're too high. And I just keep thinking to myself, you know, there's other ways to fund things, you know, like uh, uh, Orem Beach, I'll, I'll pick my own city, for example, or not pick on them, but I'll just use them as an example. Uh, for theirs, they are recommending a, a 17 or 13.7% increase in their uh, the millage there to um, fund mostly uh, a ballpark, you know, fields to renovate them, uh, renew them kind of. And I was thinking like every baseball field has, you see advertisements around there. So why don't we just put some advertisements up there and help pay for it? And it's probably not gonna pay for all of it, but it'll help help pay for some of it. And and it's just you know it's one way to kind of kind of do that. And uh, landscaping is another big issue to me. You drive down any city or any part of the county, you see just, just people, uh, you know, this grassy area, and you gotta water it, and you gotta put poison in there, and that leads to runoff and gets in our waterways, and that costs more money to clean up, and it, it costs pe- money to pe- for people to actually mow the lawn and all that stuff. And that creates a safety hazard as well, because they're all standing there while cars zoom by at 50 miles per hour. So it's just a lot of a lot of ways the the, the funds could be reduced, safety can be increased, uh, and and the environment could be helped better that way. So that's just one example. All right, so we can get rid of the grass and the medians, and we can put some advertisements on the, <laughs> at the ball fields. We can probably cut a lot of stuff. What do you and, got and, and, regarding taxes? Hold on, taxes, I want to offer a solution for replacing the grass. I'm not just saying yank the grass out, but we could replace it with like clovers or something, so they're kind of evergreen something and uh, more uh, natural environment, more, yeah, more, fro- more Florida friendly, yeah, there drought resistant. Well, those trees we put up in our medians are targets. <laughs> I'll, I'll go home at five o'clock. Next morning, I'll roll out and I'll say, "Hey, three trees got taken out last night at three or four a.m." Wow, that's what they're there for. They're targets, speed bumps. Yeah, just like our light poles we put up. People knock them down constantly. Um, so I want to I want to get a lick in here on behalf of Keith Chester, who's not here. That son of a gun is very active on Volusia issues. Um, for those of you who don't know, we're on Facebook. It's a local issues group. We're a bunch of weirdos that are only interested in local politics. We don't care about as somebody used to say, the Pope or the President. So, if you want to see more about what we talk about locally, look us up on Facebook at Volusia Issues. It's a local group. Join, get your licks in. So, moving on. Was that a plug? It is a plug. That's, That's why we're here. Sounded, sounded like a plug. Dana brought us here because we talk about that policy wonk stuff long form. So, speaking ahead. of Dana and Eric, uh, we want to thank them for allowing us to uh, have this, this takeover, this invasion, if you will. Uh, and uh, we want to also thank Mike and Mike Productions for having the facility for we, us doing it here, and Cigar Hustler. Absolutely. Good job. Yeah. We want to thank Dana 
and Eric most of all for trusting us with the keys to their hot rod. Mistake. Um, we do intend to race it up and down the street and talk about some maybe controversial topics. So let's uh, let's give Keith Chester his nod. He's a regular on VI. We have many regulars, some elected officials, some past business leaders. We've got a eclectic mix, absolutely. But Keith Chester, a former uh, police chief here in West Volusia, he is very interested in the disparity of the property tax bill. Now, cities will talk about how much they're going to collect, the millage rate, rollback, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, they got a lump sum of taxes they're going to collect from us as a, a citizenry. And the property taxes is how they divide up that burden amongst the rest of us. And it's very skewed because of something called Save Our Homes. Uh, Save Our Homes limits the increase on your property tax. And when you've got government going up 5 10 15% a year in some places, and Save Our Homes only lets your property tax slice of the pie only go up 2% of the year, you can see how compounding over the years, long-term residents can wind up paying a much smaller share every year of the general tax burden of government. So you sons of guns that came here more recently, we already had our roads paid for before you got here. So before you complain too much, you're paying for the roads that the developers put in and the politicians let them without paying the full bill. So if you want to pay less, you might want to reduce the government. And that is Key Chester's point, is that if we want to spend less, we have to start cutting that government. So you newcomers who are very upset, very upset about your tax bill, start looking inward. Um, what else should we defer to Keith here on, who's not with us today? Corporate welfare. I know he's big on uh, government picking you know, who they, they, they extort. Winners and losers. Boy, yeah. we could afford a lot of palm trees in the medians if we stopped giving away $10 million to some of our favorites. Winners and losers. Amazon needs charity. How does that work? Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's, I mean. An I airline needs charity. One Daytona needed charity. And what do we get for thanks for uh, giving them that money for one Daytona? We got an extra tax on our receipts if you go there and shop. Thank you. That's a thank you. That yeah. is, that's an excellent point. Government oh. has a lot. Well, there's something special about that. That uh, what do they call it out there? It's not a CRA. convenience tax. No, no, no. What is the statute of which that's built under? Because that's unique. Um, yeah. It is what the heck is it called? It's not a CRA. It's a Community Development District, a CDD. And here's the difference for those of you who don't know, and my, that's pretty much everybody. A CRA or Community Redevelopment Area is when they carve out a special extra tax. In a certain area, they'll declare area blighted. They'll say it's a piece of crap. And anybody who invests money in here, we won't let you, we won't burden you with the extra taxes your property generates. So you go in, you have a hundred dollar property, you put a big building on it. Now it's a million dollar property. The tax, taxes have went up a hundred times. Nope, that extra ninety times over and above that goes into a special fund that gets turned back around for more development, which will again get the same special tax break. And then that goes into another fund. It's like a cancer. The more successful a CRA is, the bigger bite it takes out of the tax fund. So you've got all these new people coming to patronize and live in these new buildings, and all the existing residents are paying for it because the new residents aren't paying that extra property tax. Their property, they're paying big property taxes, but it's going into development giveaways. The rest of us are paying for the extra load on the police, the fire, and everything else for these newcomers. So everybody's paying extra, the newcomers and the oldcomers. So anyway, back to one Daytona in the Community Development District. If you live in the county and the politicians declare a CRA, you're absolutely going to have to pay extra on your city property tax bill and your county property tax bill to make up those losses. But the Community Development District is an optional tax. Yes, the Florida legislature gave them special powers so they can create their own tax. Only a government's supposed to be able to create a tax. But now that the Speedways Board does, but it's optional. You do not have to shop there. And you, they can collect it three different ways. They can put an extra fee on the, on the rent. They can put an extra tax at, on the receipt, which they've done at the end user level. And then there is a, a yearly tax, like a property tax, I, I don't, think. I don't want the government creating taxes either. Well, I don't, I don't, but this is optional. This is the people who own that property saying we own enough of this property that we want to improve this property beyond what's affordable today. So we want to we bond out the expenses and we're going to pledge the repayment on these bonds based on the revenues we're allowed to collect under the statute. It's a very complicated multi-level way to kick the development expenses down the curb instead of the developer having to pay it up front. 
they bond it out and the the sales tax in this instance pays it back so people are very pissed off some of them about the extra half cent sales tax but you don't have to go there if you don't want to pay the extra half percent don't i'm going to tell you i was a little upset about it at first too but you know what i found i go there because it's nicer and you don't have a bunch of bullshit going on there you get to go with your family. It's very nice. Like at the pavilion, you don't have any problems, man. Oh, by the way, there'll Best be no coin goodbye. tossing. There'll be no coin tossing today. Cuss words ride for free. But we're all going to be donating to the wig deal for De for Dana. Yes. So that's a lot more than some quarters, girl. We got you. All right. So enough about that. How do we? What are we going to do about taxes? Let's talk about where taxes are going to go next year. Anybody got their term notice yet? I did. What you got? A lot. A lot of what? How so, much did it go up? Um, well, it, the the proposal, you know, if, it, if it, it'll go up, if the because the assessments have gone up, uh, if they leave the the millage rate the same, but it'll go down if they uh, go to the the rollback rate. So that's like, a politician answer. I'm just stating facts. <laughs> that's a politician answer too. <laughs> they, make I know. It, they make it very they make it very complex. But you know what? It's very helpful for me to assess taxes is percentage. How much more are you going to collect from us this year over next year? And they'll go, well, we got stuff that we're mandated to spend. So our discretionary budget of how much we really have control over is blah, blah, blah. And they walk you away from the answer. What you want to know is how much are you going to collect? It was $900 million last year. It's a billion this year. It's a $100 million increase. Very simple. I don't want to hear the excuses. So I heard a lot. I heard some rumors about the sheriff's budget. I'm going to be honest. I haven't looked at the county budget proposal much this year, but I hear it's going up 17%. Anybody else hear that? It'd be shocked, see, shocking if it would go down. Has <laughs> anybody else looked at the county budget and the sheriff's increase this year? Someone told me that earlier today. All right. So that's a no. I you know what? Wrong. I hadn't either until, well, I haven't at all, but I had a very knowledgeable local elected official talk to me about it. And Mr. Chitwood has had significant increases year over year ever since Amendment 10. He's built his own college um helicopters tanks raises it's ready for war well he's, I, if i'm not mistaken you know his deputies and their family all their stuff's paid for you know 100 percent. Well, there's no problem with that that's the expectation with government you got a crappy salary and a little paycheck but you got the cadillac benefits package well now you're getting a big paycheck but anyway back to the taxes how in the heck can you justify a 17 percent increase out year after year after year especially in this time do you think anything had to do with the beach taking over the beach do you think some of that's in there well to Maybe. to to police like they, they had dogs and they're still dogs are illegal on the beach with yes. 47 miles of it other than like two areas or three areas of we it. got three by two feet people bring their dogs to the beach anyway so if they were actually going to enforce dogs on the or dogs not being on the beach or you know them being there when they're not supposed to be you got to have a lot of money for that, a lot of tax dollars for, for police to police that. But I don't think he's proposing to put more staff on the beach. So God, we got a ton of people. You can't go anywhere without tripping over a cop in the city of Daytona Beach on the beach. I don't know about the rest of you. The Ormans like that, too. Originally, there was like 70 plus. Ponce, New Smyrna. Where, where do you get to go troopers? where there ain't a ton of cops? But anyway. So. I mean, I would just repeal the laws that were that go un unenforced anyway. All right. So. We can't. We don't want to spend more money to to enforce more laws. You know what? We got some some money spending problems. What about the the rumored shortages at the jail? How in the heck is it that we spend all this time collecting the worst criminals in the county to lock them up, and then we ain't got nobody there watching the door? I mean, I went in the courthouse just the other day to take care of some business. He got three sheriffs leading up against the wall. Two of them not very polite or welcoming. The third one playing on his phone. And you know why aren't we not why are we not redeploying some of them? Why are we not redeploying the people on the beach that were overstaffed out to the jail? I mean, my God, the people at the jail are the worst, worse than the people on the streets. We're over patrolling the streets and the jails on nothing. It doesn't make any sense. And Shitwood should have that jail. He tried to do this giant power grab with Amendment Ten, and he should have to eat his broccoli with it and take the jail. The um, I have a story. So I went to the county council meeting last week. And um, I went and spoke about the Echo. The next morning I woke up, I got a message on my phone from somebody that watched the meeting and told me that I did a good job speaking, which I don't think I did. And he mentioned if there's anything I can do to help get them help out of the jail. He said, it's really coming to a boiling point. They are very shorthanded. Those guys in the jail, like I told my wife, 
all they do all day long is think. Think about the next move they're going to do. Think about how they can harm somebody. And what, the inmates? The inmates. And when you are shorthanded and you are giving mandatory overtime and you're working six or seven days a week, you're tired, you're frustrated, and you have these guys who's getting a full eight hours of sleep, they're getting fed by us, and all they're doing is thinking about how they can cause chaos. So, so how do we get their minds off that? How do we focus their attention to something maybe more, more positive? Well, you got to think about how they got in there. <laughs> They got in there. Bad laws. They, I agree. We repealed the bad laws. I, I, I agree with you. All they do all day long is think about how they can get money without having to actually go out and work. All right. Well, hang on. There's all kind of different people in prison. Well, we there shouldn't is. be characterizing them all as painting them all with a bad brush. But what I'm talking about, we got the worst of the predators in there sitting back on yes. their haunches looking for a time to victimize where they might get away with it or have a bad day. And you're right. There's a real danger there. And you're right, too. There's a whole bunch of people in there on victimless crimes and drug bullshit who should have never been there. They're taking perfectly healthy, functioning citizens off the street who are paying their bills and taking care of their family, putting them in jail and ruining their lives and sticking them in with these predators. Right. Yes, it's shit on a stick. I believe those guys, some of them can get corrupted by By being in jail, learning learning the bad stuff. And not only that, they have a bad record now. So yes. now some jobs they, they, they can't even get hired yeah, somewhere. I agree. Well, it's like it's like the homeless transition. You know, we, I spent a lot of time trying to learn about the homeless back when I was running for office because it was a big thing there, and we needed a dang homeless shelter. And one of the most shocking things that got to me is is the constant state of siege you're living under once you become homeless. That you're out there on the street, you fall asleep, you wake up with somebody rifling their hands through your pockets at least, if not worse. And after a few days of that where you can never just – let your guard down. It, it grates on you on that constant code red. Now imagine being in jail. It's right. horrible. Yeah, and, yeah, and some, there's some hell. good They've got to turn into an animal because that's the only way you survive. Right. I agree with that. And, and there should be less of that. There should be less inmates, you know, doing that, and less police officers that have to deal with that. Frankly, and that's that again. That's, I'll go back to refocusing on things. You know, focus on the most important stuff, like you know, murders and you know, actual robberies. Well, what, uh, about, what about the role of police historically? Now, have you guys ever given any thought to you know, like, what the real role of the police force is in the community? Not with what they do today, but historically. It was, it was about changed? preventing blood feuds. That's what the cops were for. It was to prevent blood feuds because, uh, you know, somebody does something, then you got to have retaliation, and they put them in jail or maybe not. That's what the police were for. You put them in jail, and the government solves the dispute. They're there to... The government's role is to what, uh, settle contract disputes, people that went into agreement willingly, and now somebody wants to welch, you know. Right. That's what the courts are for. And then we've got the, 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 the physical and property crimes. And to prevent the blood feuds, you send the police in to settle that. But look how much farther they've gone. Right. Uh, police my officers goodness. nowadays are counselors. I mean, they're... Home invaders, gun grabbers. There's that. There's a lot. There, there I think it has expanded. But yeah, the, the scope and reach has definitely expanded. So I, I'm starting to worry that the best of police officers have already left. I mean, look at what the job asks of them now. How many years has it been that's been Parkland? You know, they're, they're supposed to swear an oath to the Constitution, and then they put on that badge and they have to stand there and watch people lose uh, their privacy, the no-knock home invasions, the red flag gun grabs, all the new tools they use to take things from you before you've ever even committed a crime because right. they're worried about it. Right. Um, it it's horseshit on a stick. The way the law is written is somebody can bring these trumped-up charges against you. They file them with the police. The police put them in front of a judge, and what judge is going to turn it down? Because God forbid he says no, and that person goes and kills somebody. Then they're the judge who could have prevented it. It's this such twisted government mentality where they have to take your rights away because what if? And that's not what America is supposed to be. So how can you be a police officer whether you're the guy putting a mask over your face, kicking in the door at 3 a.m., or you're the guy on the, on the corner writing tickets and twiddling your thumbs, pretending this other stuff ain't happening. So now we're seeing more and more police officers uh, sexually active with minors, raping boys, fix, uh, stealing. Um, there's a whole list of stuff. You just got to Google it. So I, I, it seems like we're getting a different group of people in there. Now we got blue states changing law where the DACA, the FERD, access care, whatever, the, the Obama law where we couldn't, what is it, uh, we couldn't um, deport the invaders under DACA. Well, now those people can become police officers in like four western states. What the heck's with that? You're going to give somebody a badge and a gun who just broke into our country that has no connection to the country, the culture, the, even the neighborhood they're patrolling. All they right. barely speak All the right. language. It's All crazy. Right. 
That was a lot. <laughs> Hold on. I'm sorry. Y'all know me. That's why I'm here. Hold on here. All right. So you brought in illegal invaders here. Constitutionally, there's no such thing as as illegal oh, invaders. I've heard this something. conversation from Joe before. That's why yeah. Joe can't get elected. So, but go on. Yeah, that's the reason <laughs> why. Borders. That's that's the one thing. Everything else, I'm good. I'm great on right. Yes, I, you I got, are. I got the eighty twenty rule down, except for that one issue. <laughs> no, but it's it's. I could talk forever about this one issue. You're not. We're not. To. It's nineteen. We're nineteen minutes in. <laughs> oh, that's. Hey, nothing. all right. What's next? We're in, gonna get back to local. Defense, we're going back to local right now. Okay, local. Let's let's talk local. Okay, say let's say there's an illegal. Let's say I'm an illegal. I'm not. I'm, I'm legal. You're let's right. just say. Hey, you're fine. You're fine here because Shitwood said he's not deporting any of the legals. Okay, so that's you're good. good. That's so good. back to local. Okay, so you the know why? Are safe you here. know why he shouldn't be doing that? Because locally, like again, let's say I'm illegal. You guys are citizens, right? What tax am I avoiding that you guys pay? It's locally? not about tax. Well, taxation without representation. We had a revolution Dude, about that. Yeah, we did. But it's so much more than that. So it's culture. It's culture. It's community. What's the difference between someone being a There's citizen? a huge difference between taxes and community. My God. Yeah, but if I'm paying taxes for a community, shouldn't I get the vote on how on who gets to no, waste No, citizens get the vote. Yeah, we have borders. I, borders matter. We have a door. Like, it's big and so wide. And I, wait your turn to come through it. I'm pretty good so, friends with some people that did it the legal way. Right. A seven, eight year process. Me too. I call them parents. And then you're just saying, <laughs> let's just right. open the door and let them all in. Oh, but, he's but, way he's big but, time open which borders. Which I just but, don't. But hey, that's agree. not a local issue. Hold so on here. Hold on. No. Constitutionally, constitutionally, it is open borders. By the way, I'm a closed borders guy, and here's why. I do want some restrictions coming in here. So, like, like I said, with my parents. They came here, they escaped the tyrannical government. Uh, they came here, they had the greatest son ever here, born in the United States. Debatable. That's, nah, he's a great son. All right, so, and they, they, they're doing seconds. American dream. They're, 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 they're paying taxes. Nobody and, here wants open borders. Right. All right, so, moving on. So, okay, what's next? Let's so, talk make about illegal immigration more accessible again. Let's talk about what happened to the black kids up in elementary school in Benel. I heard a little about this on the news junkie today. Tell us what happened. Well, it didn't sound good to me about how they were singling out tell us redneck style what happened up there get to the point no all right i'll, I'll let do you it. explain the story <laughs> somebody thought it was a good idea to take all the fourth and fifth grade black children in Benell elementary school hustle them off to a assembly where whether you had good grades or bad grades the only qualification was black and it wasn't optional Unless you were a mulatto kid who had put white on his, his, uh, his uh, how he identified on the school paperwork, but they still brought him into. Anyway, I digress. So they went in there and they brought the good kids up and they said, uh, you know, if you get good grades, you're liable to have a great life. And if you don't, you're probably going to go to jail and get shot. And uh, the, the, the insanity. Can you imagine if the shoe was flipped? It was that, that if we took all the white kids and shuffled them off to an assembly and said, we're going to talk to you about how you can get your scores up, fuck them other people. You know, the people would be freaking. They'd be freaking. But, you know, because they, they took the little black kids out there, this one lady's going to put on administrative leave, and the black lady says she's sorry, and there's a big nothing about it. You wonder why there's a lack of confidence in public schools? My God. <laughs> Am I getting it right? Do I have this? You know, maybe I, not the way you'd say it, I'm but not, do the material facts? Yeah, or, not, are we not correct here? And I am not confident in our public schools. What about I'll you, agree Joe? With that statement. <laughs> they need a lot. I see. I'm seeing making people very comfortable talking. I'm talking about this topic. So I, 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 I honestly it's don't know enough about it. Cringeworthy. It's cringeworthy because of what they did. But if we don't talk about it, it's only going to get worse. I don't think the government should be doing anything based on race. I'll put it that way. <sighs> The government has to treat us all equal. They don't get to make us treat each other equal. Right. There's a difference. And newsflash, any of you people, any of you smokers out there that think you're equal to everybody else, I got news for you. The only thing you're entitled to is equal opportunity. You got to catch your own meat. That's true. Correct. We all agree on that. Right on. So what's the next thing? Elections. Oh, we just had elections. Joe's election expert. And Nobody watches them closer results. than him. Tell us, who got a new mayor? <laughs> Uh, Lake Helen got a new mayor. What's her name? Uh, one second here. All right, let's see here. Let me go up to the top. Lake Helen Mayor uh, Vernon J. Burton got elected. Congratulations, Mayor Burton. Once a mayor, always a mayor. Yes. No, it's it's serious. Okay. I mean, that's a big deal. That's right. the boss of the city. And uh, Lake Helen's own one uh, unopposed Heather Rutledge. 
Um, looks like Linda Donato in Lake 3. And Ponce Inlet has got uh, uh, Lois Partisky. I should have read these names before. Uh, and then there was um, Henry White, one down in Ponce Inlet. Uh, Jerry Smith, one into Ponce Inlet. And then as Port Orange had a special election where Tracy Grubbs uh, won by, I think, 2% of the vote down in Port Orange. That was Cat's seat. And then Tracy was right. um, appointed. And then he had to run and he won. Right. And we could talk about the upcoming elections now that we have these, this well, election behind us. Before we go, congratulations to everybody who won. Thank you to everyone who ran. We all expect you to do a great job and stop selling us out to developers and giving away free stuff and passing more laws. Can you please, somebody, cut this damn government in half? It's a good There'll start. There'll still be plenty left after we're done. All right, what about the future elections? Okay, the got? future here. Let's go to 2024 elections. There's a lot here. Let's um, talk about county chair. So county chair, we got three candidates filed. Uh, incumbent, incumbent Jeff Brower, challenger Don Burnett, who's the current uh, mayor of Port Orange, and Randy Dye, also on there. I have to eliminate the Port Orange mayor. Why? Because he's bringing up the half-cent sales tax. Yeah, I'm against the half-cent sales tax. That's going to be, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan of that at all. Unless it replaces property tax. Yeah, if you're going to... That doesn't, that doesn't reduce the tax burden. No, it Don't doesn't. Them, but it, it doesn't, but it doesn't have the... the um, you know, 40% the, the threat, of the horse. The, the threat of, of governments coming and taking your property away from you. That goes away. That's correct. And but the tourists pay all the sales tax, right? <laughs> like like 102%, I think it's up to now, right? 102%? I think, Keith, I think Keith Chester at the county council meeting mentioned he would love to see the actual proof. Do you guys have it all wrong? We're going to get extra you, tourists to you, come here because they want to pay this tax. You can't prove they that. Go to, they the go to way. the Ocean Walk where they just close the movie theater. Uh, or oh get taxed at one Daytona. Oh what uh, you want to no. do? So, so back to the sales tax. You said Burnett was for it. I heard Sounds that. I heard like that the mayor's meeting. You know, there's a local roundtable of elected officials where they get together and chit chat about controversial things, and they and, take each other's temperature. And there's three seats available for the public to find out if it's okay for them to float another turd to us and not get fired. So that's where they pregame everything and talk about. It. It's a very boring meeting. There's food for them, none for you, but public. You can show Are you up. Serious? Yeah, totally I've serious. attended two <laughs> at the airport. That's right. Yeah, they sit at like a like buffet a or something, table. like a buffet table. They do give you a parking credential, so you don't yeah, have to pay true. for your parking. Yeah. All right. Oh, so we anyway, back for to that. The I, bet I bet we're paying that for it too. Taxpayers sure. are paying for it. I'm sure that is some BS. All right. So I'm gonna go in there and demand. I'm gonna just take like go around the plate, act like it's a buffet for myself. Just like takes whatever I want from there. Thank they for never, hopefully never see me. There. You already touched it. Of course, they're gonna let you eat it. All right. I dare. I double dog dare you. Any line? Go to pizza buffet. I hear they have the meetings like seven in the morning. I'm not gonna go. No, it's lunchtime. The airport. Oh, right, really? Anyway, or at like least 11, 1130? All right, so anyway, what happened at so this damn meeting? What happened at this meeting, as they always do, they sit around and, is it safe for us to try this bullshit again? And apparently, the, the short version of how I heard it was, as Don's running for, for the uh, chairmanship, you know, he was feeling it out, and basically it was, hey, this thing isn't going to work, just like last time, hey, this isn't going to work unless all the elected officials get behind it. By golly, we're, we all united and we want it, just like last time. Yes, all the politicians wanted to screw us equally. So they were taking their temperature, and they all dutifully nodded that, yes, yes, we want to do this. And damn it, he, they bit down for it again. So we got one for the sales tax, and we got Jeff Brower not for the sales tax. What about Randy Dye? I don't think he... Seems anybody like heard? somebody that would anybody be. heard from him, talked to him? He was here. He was here. Yeah, I don't think that. Yeah, but they didn't ask him. We didn't pin him down on no, no hard questions nobody yet. Asked hard questions, yeah. So, but they will. They got to. We'll talk about what we want next. Hey, Dana, we're going to talk about what we want next out of the future at the end of this show is our request list. Sometimes they just blow off those hard questions, too. Uh, well, no, I'm going to have tough. to look into it or I, I, circle back. I, I, I think Eric keeps throttle on her. I bet she'd ask a lot tougher questions if Eric didn't have it. He's probably kicking her under the table. <laughs> uh, Mike's nodding. He's seen it. I got a yes. I got well, I'm, I'm not Mike, but no, I'm sorry. He's, he's always kidding. <laughs> he's Conzo. <laughs> okay. All right. My bad. All right. So what's next? I didn't know Gonzo was so tall, by the way. What, what about we, Daytona? Beachside Daytona. <laughs> well, somebody has decided to report that we lost the movie theater, I think, a couple years ago. Yeah. Uh, I saw a picture today, I believe, with it all barricaded up. 
I don't know that it's news that we lost the movie theater a long time ago. Maybe the news is that they haven't refilled it yet. And and they're not gonna. There's that's, no plans to. From what from the report, now. the the conditions of the place weren't that great. And man, that's sad. But you know, Daytona's had some challenges, and there's a lot of opinions of why that is. What were you saying? Saying something earlier about the CRA the, there earlier. The only that challenge was supposed to save oh, them 25 Street, years ago. I want to know where all that CRA CRA money went on Main Street. I know the Pawnee Corporation got a bunch of it. About it. I, I go down there. I just was down there a few days ago, and nothing down there has improved at all no they got uh well they don't daytona beach um made closing time for bars half an hour sooner cigar shops actually made them a little bit uh like an hour sooner or half an hour sooner so and when you're drunk you can't take your your bottles and go drink at the cigar place they're anymore. slowly bu bulldozing down the boardwalk so it's down to like 29 t-shirts couple shops. pac-man machines <laughs> only 29 yeah it, it was over probably 100. Right. Yeah, I know. No, yeah, I know. Yeah. So 29's not bad. No, that's bad. That's and I think you can get a slice of pizza there, Joe. That's a <laughs> not, hang on. Let's and there's look one forward. arcade. Let's look forward. What are they proposing for Daytona? I mean, besides car washes and apartments out west by LPGA, there's some really Is there a car wash beachside? <laughs> that would no, be they funny. just drive them in the water. That would be funny. There's, yep. like, there's like a million car washes or storage facilities, um, you know, mainland yeah, side. They're popular. Yeah, there's a I, heck of a thing going with a development proposal and calculating their density rights on the oceanfront. They're also trying to get that old Corbin property. There's somebody with a with an interest in it who was successful in South Carolina, North Carolina, with a brewery. Mm -hmm. But Daytona is really raking him over the coals and pushing back. He's what about got a hospital. He's got no parking. Still hospital beachside. He's no, got no, no hospital. He's got no parking. Yeah, if I you, mean, even if you opened a great brewery there. Yeah. Uh, how, many car, how many cars, cars can you put in the front parking well, lot? For $35, $20? you can park in somebody's yard. Okay. So, you know what? Let's bulldoze the Ocean Center and quit investing in that white elephant. The, the Maybe we could put our junior high school back on the beach side so you could have single families move back there with disposable income and you could make the neighborhoods flourish again because that's when they left. The Ocean when they bulldozed center, the junior high for that damn Ocean Center. That Ocean Center sooner or later is going to need a remodel inside. New seats. Seats, AC. Yeah, for the lizards. <laughs> you know, they have the lizard I show. I really wish year. we could just bulldoze that damn place. Is that like literal lizards, or is that like a team name? Yeah, they have a lizard show there every year. It's You're like kidding. the only no, it's thing the that's guaranteed. No, they got some cool stuff that goes there, but it's not worth what it costs us. You're not helping us. It's not worth what it costs us. I remember you know, they it's used a balance. to have uh, arena football. They had Concerts. Concerts. I saw Larry the Cable Guy there. I saw Arena Cross racing in there. Yeah, yeah. I saw a monster got. truck thing there, but there's nothing there that oh, you, I no, ever see. I'm sorry, see. you can't bring trucks here anymore. I can't believe you even said it. Oh, that's right. You're right. Well, no, just trucks that squat, right? Oh, that's illegal now too. Right. You can, you the, can have the trucks that squat. Squat is showing the old people here. Kiss my ass. Yeah, the the squatty trucks. Are and, and how are we going to police that? Going back to the police, like how? Are, the are, same are, way we police everything else here unconstitutionally, and we yeah. just politely clap for uh, it. And, say, please, and, more chip. And there was a new law that passed uh, July. We're going to effect the July first. That you know, if you hear uh, noise from a car from like twenty five feet away, that's that's a ticket also. I'm still hearing that. So the the new law didn't end. Didn't fix Laws the thing. without teeth are useless. Yeah, and all these laws take enforcement. They sound good, but if they well, don't have any teeth, they're useless. Yeah, it's it, it's and 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 like the average American does commits two and a half felonies a day. <laughs> There's seven and a half felonies between us right now. Well, probably ten, probably Stop more than it. that. But guilty. But like you know, it it never. <laughs> it's only Joe. It's only Joe. No, it's, it's yeah, actually, Joe. it's all 10 is on me, basically. Joe's messed the curve. I was trying to, you know, you guys are with me, so you're going to share, share uh, the jail cell. Please, please don't. No. Okay, I'm going to go back to there while while, uh, while um, you're busy here. Go ahead. Go all right, ahead. so I going think. going back to our topic list. I like, I like to bring up solutions to, to problems. So we were talking about the jail earlier, right? I just and like to complain. I like complaining. Yeah, complaining yeah, is but, much but, easier. But complaining and then offering a solution. Uh, so what do you got for so, the jail, Joe? So what I would do is turn it into a way where they could kind of, uh, you know, learn something new, uh, like learn a trade. Like we need um, people to fix AC units here in Florida. So if they, they could they have a library there, they the people who want to educate themselves can. There's job programs out there. Have any so we don't already have this available? Famous lawyers. 
Hmm? Don't we don't already have access to that stuff? They don't have access to the internet and libraries and so forth. What what more do we are, want to are, do for what these they, people? What are they doing then, dude? I don't want to spend no more money on them. They're in jail for the reason. I want it to be painful. So when they get out, they never want to go back. Right, I agree. Okay. Well, I mean, but in a good way because they have a good job now. So they have to go like you know steal or. Sorry, if you want a good job, you're going to have to behave. You're going to go to, to jail early. first. You're going to have to show up early every day. If your car breaks down, don't cry and whine about it. Walk if you have to. Don't go, show up early. Be the last one to leave and quit freaking whining, and you will rise. If you want to be successful, it's there. All this complaining about the cost of living. The is, world is your you oyster. You got to get better, people. But you have to make good choices. Yeah, life's never going to get easier. You got to get better, and you got to get better faster than this government spending increase. So if you're if you're good already peaked out, if you're at your peak, you know, and you're sitting home going, "Greg, I already worked my ass off. I'm 60 years old. I can't do anymore. I'm stuck." Well, then you better start cutting all that government you voted for, Granny, because that's the only way it's going to get more affordable. There's no extra money. There's no more money. You're going to have to reduce the taxation. Or what? You say they just want to print more out of thin air than what little bit of money you have is worth less. It's bad or worse. This is very, very uh, uplifting. We're policy wonks, not politicians. I want to know how somebody in their very early 20s can afford an apartment. Mr. Chester, you're back. They, it's very hard. I mean, I'm looking at fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen hundred dollars. Well, a well month. wait a minute. How is somebody? I, how is somebody eighteen, twenty years old? How are they deserving of their own place? You're brand oh, no, new out I'm of the not, house. You're supposed to be living with like six people in a two bedroom yeah. house and splitting the rent, and parking cars in the front yard. If you want a single family home, you're about to partner up. You're not entitled to shit. Yeah, you know, I get it. expectations. But you know, mid twenties. Yeah, an you, apartment. Where were you? That's in your, where, where you were you living on your money? Where were you living out. in your mid twenties? I moved out when I was 19. And where did you live? That's what happened. In an apartment. Yeah, and how apartment. did you pay for it? 550 a month. Yeah. How did you pay for it? Well, I had a job. Doing what? I was working IT. Okay. So Joe went out and invested in himself in a unique skill set that was in demand besides flipping burgers or saying, you know, here's how you sign up for a pager. And he was able to do something. I dropped he, out of college. He raised work himself overtime. faster than the rest of the folks. What about you? Where were you living at 20? Uh, down here in Edgewater. Edgewater's going affordable. to college. Okay. By, by the way, it, it failed. I moved well, back with my parents four years living? later. Were you in an apartment? You were in a home by yourself or roommates? Home, not one that I bought. I, I wish, honestly, I would have just stayed home because I, I would have been able to save my money and then do it the right way when I actually did move out. So I had to take I took I took the baby step way too early. So I had to take two steps back. You had something to prove. And then before I could go three steps forward, so. Uh, stay at home, kids. My first job was consolidated pre-stress. In what is that? Order. You ever see bridge beams, the concrete ones? They stretch this cable out, and they pour the concrete. You got a vibrator, and it, no air gaps in there. These are like 40, 50 feet long. Yeah. And I was working with um, people that just got out of prison. And I was 17. And it was a... Let me hold them new gloves, boy. It was a dangerous job. Were they saying that they wanted to go back to prison, or were they happy with the job? No. I mean, everybody that was there, were they were awesome. Yeah. They would bring, like, and I say awesome because they would bring homemade uh, sweet potato pies on Fridays, and the guy would sell them for, like, 50 cents a piece. Was there syringes in them or knives? No. Oh, they're already no, out of jail. The cell phones? No. That's well, how they stick well, them in. Were, these were good, were, solid men. Yes. That got hard working. Bullshit. That, that was they a joke. These are guys that got I out and decided, I need to get a job and work and right. stop thinking about how. No. I, I worked with know. former felons as well. Like, at a place. Yeah. I, I used to work out. They were awesome. They were great people. Yes. They just, they just couldn't get a job anywhere else. So you know, just they had like yes. something come up. Where I've had a couple jobs where I've worked with people. Let's that talk about ban the box. Hard working. Ban the what? Ban the box. Or you got folks. I'm sure people out there. Somebody's heard of damn ban the box. Ban the box was a very popular Democrat proposal where they were going to solve this problem of unhirable people. And their solution, as moronic as it was, is they were going to take the box that you had to check if you were a felon on the job application off. The job application, they were going to ban the box where you had to identify and disclose you were a felon. And they were going to do this for city and county jobs. I think it's a good idea. That's great. I think it's a terrible idea because there's all kinds of felons. Joe has talked about 
all the petty felons and bullshit felons out there and how we all commit felonies. But, you know, it's time to make felons great again. Not to say we're not going to talk about any felons. Make, fel- <laughs> make being a felony horrible again. I'm sorry. Put your ass back in jail again. Whatever. I'm nervous. First timer. Sorry. We're doing the best we can, peeps. You're doing so, great. <laughs> so, but seriously, frick ban the box. Make felonies relevant again. You've diminished the value of a felony by making all this bullshit felonies. Because we don't want to ban the box. We want to get rid of the bad laws. So when somebody says they're a felony, there's somebody who should be kept the hell out of a, a public-facing Yeah, job. but you gotta, you got to change what, what crimes right. end up being a felony. That's right. You've got to cut the damn government. Half the laws are more. We've you should start with that. Laws. You should start with that and then go from there. Okay, So, but ban the box is a terrible idea. It's another government feel-good band-aid. I disagree. That's horrible. You don't know. You, there, there's people. You take the people who you take the drug crime. And, and the moral turpitude crimes and you get rid of them as felonies you expunge their records you don't get rid of the box you take the you take the felony label that's misapplied off the person those, those you are, don't give everybody a free pass no they, they did their time though they're in jail that's how they got the felony record so once they're released back out into the community, shouldn't they be, have the same rights as anyone else try to get, you know fit back in and contribute yes you do and so, you know, so get rid of the box no no not true well you're taking away opportunities no we're not you, we can decide as a community which jobs are appropriate for people, for qualifications. The reason you were able to forge your own apartment is because who you were and what you had done and invested with yourself. And that's the reason why they hire you. And they're not going to hire the guy that went and carjacked somebody. No matter how reformed he is, if, he's not going to get his hands on the computer with everybody's social security numbers. So anyway, respectfully. Right. In, 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 a, in a place where it has that kind of sensitive information, then yeah, some of those records and, would come And so every community and culture will decide how much the scope and depth right. of, of they're going to allow somebody with a felony record to have, but we don't get rid of that felony. They, they committed serious crime. We put them in jail for a reason, and we want to know I, about I, that. I talked to so many people during my campaigns that were just in a wrong place at a wrong time. Yeah, right. They were like 18 years old and, and, and their the boyfriend's Don't tell roommate. me about the location. Tell me about the defense. What did, what did they caught like doing? Drugs. Like drugs. What thing? What and, drug? And, and they weren't even doing it. They were just in the house. Okay. So the, the cops right. come and arrest okay. everybody. Right. Everyone has a record. So, so we should get rid of the drug laws. Yes. But I still want to know if somebody's felony uh, child molester, home invader, carjacker. Yeah, I want them to check the freaking box. I mean, you got to have somebody in there for a DUI. They're young. They're stupid. Well, and uh, you know what? And then they've spent 20 years in prison, and they actually got a law degree while they were in there. And when they get out, that is the person who hires their game. Would anybody hire them if he checked the box? They did their time. They should have a clean slate. All right, listen. We're never. Volusia issues is very focused on solutions. (laughs) This is where he blocks us. This is not true. (laughs) So what's the solution? What's the solution then? What's the solution? Let's move on to the next topic. The solution is, as it's always been, cut the damn government in half. Laws, That's budget, a good start. Good start. staff, just get rid of these penny-ante drug laws, let go of a lot of them people out of jail. But we're going to go back to local issues. Give us, let's give us another one. Come on. What do you got, Bill? Um, so the reason I went to the county council meeting was because the county, as they did with Amendment 10, which was voted on, they fought it. It passed. Amendment 10 passed. Oh, you stupid people. They fought it, which I don't think is correct. If something goes on the ballot and it passes, you can't fight it. The people have spoken. It's well, what that's they what court, That's what courts are for. I disagree. All right, well, that's what, the that's courts, what elections are for. The, the well, courts, well, well, hold yeah. on. No, 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 no. There's the whole basis of our Constitution. Mr. Courts uh, are corrupt. I'm going, I'm going to invoke Joe. The whole basis of our Constitution is to protect individual rights. And you don't just get to have your way with everything just because the majority of people say, let's screw Joe. So, you know, I'm sorry. Are There's not that? an absolute. There, I, I, just, not. I disagree with, with fighting or trying to undo an election. Well, well, hang on. Let's talk about, we're not going to Trump yet. We're, let's talk about. <laughs> we can talk national. I love to talk national. No, now. this is local. <laughs> this is local. What about state? But, well, hang on. What about, what about Amendment 10? Most people have no idea about that. Let's talk about what Amendment, Amendment 10 Amendment 10 does. was four different issues combined into one so that no one actually knows what they were voting for. Redneck. Come on, and, Joe. And, and by the way, it simple. When, they when made it, it complicated. Your job is to, is to make it simple for the public. Tell them what Amendment 10 was in Redneck. So it was like four different things crammed together. And when it comes, when it comes to what we're what actually talking things? about, I don't know the four things. Right, it was like on. one of them was like, I don't know, nursing home staffing or something and... I, I don't know. Yeah, that might have been wrapped up because of maybe 
There were several BS uh, state amendments, uh, more than Amendment 10. And, and, amendment and that, 1, 2, 3, 4, there was a lot. But Amendment 10 had to do with getting rid of our form of government at the county level. It's the constitutional elected official. So that would be the police officer, Will the Ro sheriff. Was Will Roberts wrapped up in that? Or was yes. That, yeah. yeah, yes. Will Roberts. Yes. Yeah, we had that. The that. supervisor of elections became a constitutional officer. The tax collector became a constitutional officer. The sheriff became a constitutional officer. And the clerk of courts. Yep. Your four things became. Five. All right. Five What's the fifth? Anyway, so a bunch of bureaucrats got more power. But the one to watch out for was that sheriff because he's the one who championed the damn thing. And the unique thing about Volusia County was our charter form of government. Joe brought out that it's a constitutional sheriff. Now, what that means, this has nothing to do with the federal constitution. They're talking about the state constitution. And under the state constitution, it outlines the form of local government. And everybody set it up that way until the 80s, where we went to a charter form of government. Uh, the state legislator loosened up the rules and said, as a local community, if you want to do something a little different than the state mandates and you get your residents to bite off on it, you can have a charter government where you write your own rules. And we did that in Volusia County. We were one of the first counties in the state of Florida to have a, a charter government. And they did something amazing. They separated the money from the gun. The sheriff was elected, and he ran his department. He got to be in charge of the guns, but the county manager and the county council ran the money. And you always want to separate the money from the gun in government, always. That's why, the, that's why the, we have uh, the legislative branch separated from the executive to separate the money from the gun. But here in you Volusia, know, we had done that, and Amendment 10 unwound that. And that was stupid, and now the budget's gone crazy. But anyway, go ahead, Joe. Yeah, you got something to say about one, this? One thing I, I actually do want to say, it's kind of general, but it does have something to do with that. Um, when it comes to you know, the three branches of government, right? Mm -hmm. They're supposed Federal. to be go separate. Ahead. Right. Well, well yes. uh, state also. And uh, when it comes to local officials, the reason why we have seven people on the dais or five people, depending on what you know, form of government we have so there. So we don't have ties. Is it, they're supposed to be having different... Uh, ideas or interpretations or whatever. Most of no, they're supposed to represent their communities. Well, according to they're the not supposed to be different or adversarial. They're supposed to represent their communities, and maybe sometimes it turns out that way, right? Yeah, but they, they when they say they want to work together or or you know work. That's only if they're funded by the same developer. <laughs> I'm, ta I'm, talking about, I'm, I'm talking about supposed topic. to. I'm talking right, about I'm supposed so, to. Right, right on. I like supposed to. Right. Supposed That's to. Where the solutions lie. They're supposed to you know, have different ideas and whatnot. I what do want to touch on that. We've got 14 minutes left. We've got to start getting right, some around. No, no, no. Come on. I'll just read the Ninth Amendment here. The enumeration in the Constitution of certain rights shall not be construed to deny or disparage others retained by the people. Go ahead. That's some very fancy wording that says this very little bit of power we've given you in the Constitution, the right. rest of it is not yours. And boy, have they seized a right. lot of not theirs 100%. on the right. votes of people who were too lazy to get up and catch their own fish. And that's why I say when you say 50%, it's a good start because the government has exceeded their boundaries more than 50%. Way beyond. And we've Can we say 2020? Oh yeah, the the uh, yeah, the uh, boy, are we, we lost we lost freedom. Did we, we forget lost about businesses. 2020? We well, this 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 got burned. We by, lost by the, officials. we lost all confidence in the public school system. Ah, teachers union, congratulations, man! You've ruined the school system. You did more for money follows the child school choice than a, a busload of Republican senators. You idiots! Speaking of teacher union, somebody needs to look into our teacher union rep. It's very interesting. Well, who are you talking about? Give me a name. The Communist Party. Give us a name. Who are you talking about? I don't about? know her name. It's a long. Oh, I thought you were talking about his name. Literally, her or his name or her name profile has that they are Maybe part we're of talking the about young, two different people. That's why we use Communist names. Party. A lot of folks will will tiptoe around it and infer, but over at Volusia Issues, you know, we name names and we have real people I'll in there. You don't the get names. the post behind. You don't get the post behind fake identities. There, it's a neighborhood conversation by real neighbors. It it, it that that really stood out to me. The Young Communist Party. Well. And a union. We, we have to give that them. That represents teachers. America I, I gives them the freedom to exist. In America, you know what? It's a, it's a changing constitution to reflect the, the, the values of the people in America. And thanks to unchecked immigration, our values have changed in many communities that's not, drastically. That's but not nonetheless, true. Well, we, nonetheless, we can say that well, then it wasn't. Uh, due to immigration. There's, there's nothing but in the Constitution. Boy, all the people in the Democrat Party who are foisting all this BS on us sure love them open borders. 
But anyway, moving on. So let's talk something that's uh, near and dear to my heart. Why do you think there are folks that are propped up to run for positions that get land use changes? 60, 70, 80, 90, $400,000. Land use changes. That never happens to me. Come on, stop to it. To run for a county you haven't position sold that, that the pays 56K. Joe, all you got to do is what, tell what them what that if you put they, me in. What do you think they expect for that money in return? Land use changes. Land use changes. Comp plan changes, which are the precursor to zoning changes, where they can buy straw land with one house per 20 acres and spin it into development gold. Four votes and a nod on a seven-person council, and the developer spends straw so, land into development gold, screwing the neighbors next to them who bought the land out there exactly because it was it was one house per twenty acres, and now they have four houses or more per acre and a hundred houses where there used to be just one. So government's picking winners and losers. No, well they're doing more than picking a uh, so winner and loser. They're undermining the stability of the comp plan, which is the like the constitution of the area. The thing that we all invest in when we buy our homes, we with the expectation that a character or a neighborhood is going to change. We're not going to have a ten-story condo or Seven Eleven or liquor store next to our, in the right. middle of our single-family neighborhood. Why and that's exactly laws. why they buy. What what right. amazes so, me? Uh, so, why so have zoning laws if they're just going to change them? To well, protect it, the character of your neighborhood. What the same reason people me. have homeowners yeah, so, associations. So they move if, in if willingly reason, to enforce the rules. If the, if the government says that's the reason, why do they change it? For money, for money, for straw, so I can spend straw so land and development. Why do, they change, why do we have it, have it? What amazes me about it is that every two, four years, it's the same exact donors over and over and over and over. More you saying the ICI. You get all the, the other, and they the all other have, large developers. They all here. have 49 family members that can all give three grand and then when the 49 27 corporate entities that are corporate entities max. all from the same address yeah do they it's like a national 27 stickers I mean, on be. it and they're all from general Mills. i want to know if they get an email and said hey uh no jim bob like 16 I hear you're for thinking about running for county chair and i hate the some bitch that's in there now and oh, like, you got that email too? We, no, I never get that email. We'd like to have a, a little uh, uh, little lunch with you. We want to talk to you about how we can bring jobs to this community yeah. and economic development. Yeah, that's what we're talking yeah. about. Yeah, and it's 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 like a season. Every I mean, I can read the so, names. So what's the takeaway? If you you're not happy with what we got, we need. Names. If we want to go, if we if we want to fix it, if we want to have something it different. You don't look at it, the Democrat and Republican voting gods. You don't listen to your neighbor. You got all the stickers over the back of his car. You go to Lisa Lewis's, the supervisor of elections website, and you look at the campaign donations. Nobody. And does when that. you when you see donations are coming in five and twenty dollars at a time, that's some grassroots. Those roots. are the guys when that you, I love. When you see the donations coming in two hundred, five hundred dollars at a time, no, that's three. the chambers candidate. One, two, three thousand dollars at a time. Yeah, well, so, in, in one thousand dollar increments. So it's it's pretty easy to tell them apart. But you know what? Let's go back to County County Chair real us. quick. Dan, Randy Die, what a look, man! I got a. I, got, I won't I tell got you that Randy Die is a on bad that guy. I got a crush on that uh, campaign. I'll tell you why. Because we got him over a barrel. I don't care if he's a good guy or not. He's a rich guy. Put his ass on the line, his yeah. dealership, and all his employees. Yeah. If he gets, yeah, yeah, yeah. if he goes to county council to chairman point. and makes a bunch of shitty decisions, yeah. I on wonder all if of he us, realizes all that. Oh, he does. Yeah. Oh, I, I got the privilege to talk to him for a little while. Because I always felt that Jake, who came as from a city manager position, didn't realize how ugly politics was. Oh and yeah, he how did. Open he was to criticism. Jake, Jake, Jake absolutely knew what he's going. He watched it all full. He watched it front row. Yeah, he watched. He watched, he watched Ted Noftel try to eat them people alive. He knew what he's getting into. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. I don't think he felt. He's not scared of that Jake's, Jake's plenty. Jake's plenty strong. I mean, mm. you know what I liked about Jake at Volusia issues? We, me and Randy and Rob Jackson and whoever's the moderators at the time. Every election season, we bring politicians in and the in the and uh, the important races. We take them to breakfast at Cracker Barrel and we talked about issues. We have lightning around. What do you? What's so you're one of them. This? You're one of the people that, that invite them out to to lunch. Yeah, that's right. Like, hey, that's I got right. a gift card for twenty bucks. No, for, no, for they, Cracker Barrel. They, they eat their how come, how come I never got one of those? I ran three times. <laughs> See Joe? Oh, <coughs> Open man, borders. I, but anyway, so moving on. So the so the count. You weren't running for a constitution. County position. You weren't running for a county position. You were running for a state. That's position. your first problem. So anyway, back to the so anyway back to the breakfast. So we, we invite them all. We ask them hard questions, and we tell them we expect them to, to to stand for it. Once you're in office, you're allowed to change your mind, but you don't change your vote. 
people who are running. You go out there running on specific policy positions, which very few people do. They mostly give out platitudes, and I'm going to make it safe for your streets and give your kids jobs, and, and they get elected on bullshit and developer dollars. But any of the real neighbors out there to get elected, it's okay to say you're not going to do this. You're absolutely going to do that. Then you get into office, and you get all this new information. You think, shit, I was wrong about everything. Too bad. I still have their postcards. No, you, you make promises, you stick to those promises. You want to vote different because it's not about your opinion, people. We didn't elect you for your opinion. We elected you to take our opinions. You're our representative. So if you get up there and change your mind, that's fine, but you owe us not to change your vote. And if you want to run again on your new positions where you're going to give away the financial deals and the land use changes and so forth, then you run on your new platform and see if we reelect you. I I want to see principles when it comes to elected officials, like especially at federal level. You mean promise keepers? Boy, wouldn't that be nice? Promise keepers. Well, oh, yeah. Well, they swear an oath to uphold the Constitution. Yeah, so. I don't do that either. All right, so listen, we got five minutes left. Let's, let's, let's fill oh, the jar. Cuss words only. I want, to say, I want to say again a big thank you to, Dave, to Eric Raimondo and Dana McCool. They, they have this shtick with the Democrat and Republican deal. And Democrats and Republicans, thank God, are becoming less and less relevant. More and more people are MPA. But, you know, they draw the people in. They draw the people in who are active. Yep. And, and we're weirdos, okay? They're, they're, we're as weird as it gets because we care about local issues or policy wonks. We care about stuff that nobody wants to talk about until it affects your neighborhood. But one day, people out there, they're going to do something that affects your kid's school, Absolutely. your job, or your neighborhood. And then you're finally going to get off your ass and start paying attention. And once you start reading the fine print, you're going to go, really? And then you're going to peel that onion back a little farther. And three layers later, you're going to be pissed. And then you get to be one of the weirdos like us. You said an important part about uh, about um, you know school being involved and you know kids, students. People lives, don't get right? a, no, people don't get active right. until and, it, it and affects and them. And they, boy, they, a lot of people getting affected right now. They supposedly the state government supposedly passed uh, money follows the student, but they didn't really do that because if it was true money follows a child. We would have it for homeschool too. You should be able to if you have like two kids at home, you should take whatever. X amount of dollars it is per student in Volusia County. Oh God, Dana! Please is, let's come back and which, talk about money. Which is about twenty thousand dollars choice in reality. Yeah, it's seven grand for the for the yep. state fund. Seven thousand. It's twenty thousand locally. We have, we have a one point two billion dollar budget. We have about sixty four thousand students. So it's about twenty thousand dollars each. All right, but, but hang on, I'm talking about what's possible. You're right. There's a lot of federal money, a lot of state money, a lot of local money to require local effort. There's money coming in from all different places to fund the schools. But the part that you should be entitled to as a parent is the portion of the state money first. The seven thousand dollars per student, give or take. If you're going to public school, private school, charter school, or home school, as long as you're passing the, man the standardized test, you should be able to take that check and put it where you want. All right, we're down to four minutes. What else? God, we love you guys for your stick. I want you to think about bringing in people who aren't Democrat and Republican. I will we're say Go ahead. that September 29th at 7 o'clock oh, yeah, at the center in Deltona is Dana's wig out. And I'll tell you, my outfit... Again, I said outfit, not just a wig, will be worth the price of admission. He's going to so, share. I believe it's $75 a person, and I know it's going to at least one or two charities. And currently, my brother's at my house, and he's fighting cancer. He's fought cancer for 21 years. And he's at my house because he's rehabilitating from cancer, just like Dana is going through. And it's an important event to me as it is to Dana. And I really hope that we pack the center in Deltona. One more thing, on a lighter note, Jim Brewer will be at the center in Deltona on October 13th at 7 o'clock. There are still tickets available. That event, Jim is going to donate money to my favorite charity, which is Moms Without Dads, or Kids Without Dads. And um, I plan on taking them fishing. So that's another thing that's near and dear to me. Um, I so know the Jim Brewer, the Jim Brewer. Wow, we'll be at the center in Deltona. So I know Greg has Who's a, Jim Brewer. Uh, he was on SNL, comedian. Right? Yep. Okay. Hey, everybody really doesn't funny. know. Really, really funny. Know. Greg has a heart made of coal, so he has nothing that he wants to promote. So, <laughs> so are we, are we done, or hey, what do now, we got? I want to I want to pile onto his thing about the wig, and not because of the cancer, but because of Dana and Eric, and the folks here that come in every single week, and that's why we're here, so they didn't miss a daggone week. They come in and they provide quality content on local and state issues. You don't have to agree with their opinions, but they put out the, the baseline facts and give you the opportunity to hear their spin and then decide for yourself. 
and and that's that's got value this wig thing is 75 dollars a ticket every one of you smokers i want you to dig in your pocket and take some of these some of them cigar monies and i want you to just buy a ticket you don't don't go we don't fill the place up. There'll be too many people nowhere to park. But I want you to buy a $75 ticket, and I want you to throw it away. And I want you to make that. They do 52 episodes a year, $75 one-time fee. It's $1.44 an episode. So if you're regular, give Dana a damn $75. That's, That's a all different I got. take. That's all I got. We got 30 seconds left. Joe, take us out, brother. You want to do it all together? What do we do? Oh, yeah. What is it? I can't read the read bottom it. line. I can't read it. You just got to say it. Okay, I'll just say it. If it's important to you, it's oh. important to us. So I'll just say it's important. If it's important to you, you guys say it's important to us. All right, you ready? Right. One, if two. It, if it's important to you, it's, it's important, important to us. Thank you, everybody. All right, thanks, y'all. See you next time. Come next see Friday. us on Volusia Issues. Tell them about what you want Dana and Eric to talk about next. Come over to Volusia Issues. Tag them. Talk Candidates. about it. Give them talkets. Tell them we want hard questions. Bye, everybody. We appreciate Bye-bye. you. The Smoking Truth Podcast, its owners and sponsors, take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the talk show host or their guests. Statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of Mike and Mike Productions or the podcast providers, and opinions between talk show hosts may differ. It is not our intent to libel, incite, or hurt anyone's feelings. We invite you to write the show's host, Dana McCool, with any feedback or suggestions you have for their shows. These broadcasts are presented and made public as entertainment in the hope that they will be entertaining to the audience.